You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. More Big Show, Big Show Hour 4 rolling on here. Patty Jama, Alex Brody. How about that for an impossible Flames trivia, eh? When George told me the answer to that, I I immediately knew nobody was going to get that. Well, the thing is, there was like there were correct answers, answers to those yeah. three. Like they all played in the Olympics. You know, they all had a Sutter coach for them. It just, but he decided to go. Hey, Lady Bing. They all in individual years, a player won a Lady Bing. So that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, we go down uh, the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. And talk with uh, the one, the only, Matt Stajan, Calgary Hitman assistant coach, former Calgary Flame, and of course, former NHLer as well. Uh, Matt, how do we uh, find you here on this uh, Thursday morning, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm doing all right. Uh, I guess, well, do you have any memories of, I, I, you would have been in Toronto in 0304. Do you, do you have any memories of Trevor Kidd? Yeah. Uh, it's funny. The first game I played, he was the starting goalie my first NHL wow. game, so... Yeah, he was uh, he was a funny guy. He um, he was a nice guy. Um, he, big, big, big man. Um, big upper body, and uh, and through my teenage years, you heard a ton about Trevor Kid with with the Olympics and, mm-hmm. and coming into the league. So he always had that cool gear, and and then there I was between you know playing with him and Ed Belfour my my first full year, which was uh, quite cool. And, and the days I'd get scratched in my rookie year. <laughs> Trevor Kid was the guy I'd shoot on after practice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you're coming. Your your boys are coming off of a, a nice win over the Red Deer Rebels there on Sunday to snap a four game losing streak. I know the coach mentioned uh, that the energy uh, that you guys showed against Red Deer was was pretty amazing, especially coming off the tough four and five, a lot of travel. Just talk about that game against Red Deer and just like what you what you saw. Yeah, we we just came to play. Um, you know, everybody showed up. We had a couple tough games uh friday saturday before that game sunday and um give credit to the to the players they responded and um and we've played red red deer well all mm-hmm. year and we haven't been able to beat them um, we've been right there and it's uh been a bounce here a bounce there and, and they've got the best of us all season and we play them quite a bit so it was nice to to rebound there and and be one of our biggest rivals and um, you know, prove to ourselves that we can beat one of the top teams in our division. Um, you know, and that's a, a confidence booster going forward here as we go into the, you know, late stages of the season and, and, and hopefully into the playoffs. Uh, Sean Chagall came back after uh, after an injury, and he was a big boost there on Sunday. How how important was that to see Sean back in the lineup? Yeah, that's a big boost for us. He's um, He can skate. He skates like a pro. Um, and when he's out of the lineup, um, there's a lot of minutes to fill because He's a guy that plays uh, on the power play, penalty kill um, on our top line. So he's playing a lot of minutes every night. And when you take that out of your lineup, um, it's, a, it's a hard hold to, to fill, um, especially because we, we do have a lot of younger guys on our team. We're still a pretty young team. So um, those older guys do a lot of heavy lifting. And, and Sean's definitely one of the guys that does that for us. And it was great to have him back. It, it was uh, definitely a big difference for our hockey club. Matt, no, 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 like uh, Steve mentioned, uh, the, the like the transition from last year it was a young team, and then getting into this transition. How have you seen the the transition from last year's uh, rebuilding a young group to this year, where you guys are you're in a solid playoff spot, you're looking good, but you now you're looking for more uh, come uh, come March as we get into the playoffs here. Yeah, it's it's been it's been interesting and and um, pretty cool for me to see you know the progress that that players make. Um, you know, you can 
remember to I can remember to my my own career um, from my first year of junior to to my second um, you take a big jump so it's been um, interesting to watch uh, you know these I call them kids you know a year makes a big difference at their age and and um, the steps they've taken um, we've had players like Oliver Talk step mm-hmm. up and Dave Adazinski you, you can just see that they're um, you know they've had the experience of a, of a season under their belt and this year they've come in and played key roles on our team so um, we have we have a lot of those guys and um, you know we rely heavily on them them being in, only in their second year and being you know only 17 18 years of age um, but we need them and uh, it's great for their progress and and what we want to build as a team going forward um, and you know we're going to continue to do that Talk to me about Oliver Tolk. Uh, you know, this is a guy that wa- you know he he wants to be a pro hockey player. But it's the NHL, wherever he just wants to play professional hockey. And now he, he shows up on the on the scout on the on the on the NHL uh, draft list. He's 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 listed. How big is that for a player like Oliver Tolk to know? Hey, you know, part of my journey is starting to. Leave. I'm listed in the NHL scouting directory. I'm here. I'm listed. Now, what's the next steps I have to do to become what I want to be a professional hockey player? Um, I, I've never been a guy that really looks at the, 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 the you know, those stats yeah. or those ratings. Um, but definitely, you know, when you see your name on there, it's, uh, it's a confidence booster for sure. Um, but you know, for Oliver, he, he's, he's got the hockey sense. He has a pro shot. Um, and for us as coaches, we're just trying to work on him to round his game. Um, he's not the, the biggest guy. So positionally he's got to be sound and, and know where to be, um, and he's smart enough to do that. Um, so it's just a work in progress, and, and like any player, you gotta you gotta work for what you want and what you get. Um, you know, I don't think you can ever, you know, you can be satisfied um, and proud of yourself to, to where you've gotten, but you gotta keep taking steps if you want to make it to that next level. And that's what we're preaching to these guys every day. Um, that you know, every day get a little bit better um, because. Um, everybody wants to play in the NHL. Everybody wants to play pro hockey. Um, and the reality is everybody won't be able to because there's not enough jobs. And, and um, you know, we just want to do everything we can to help these guys hopefully achieve that and, you know, guide them in the right direction to do that and also to become, you know, more importantly, good human beings. Like it's, it's, a, it's all of that. Uh, the power play has been a bit of a sticking point this year. It's been, it's had its struggles. It was better against Red Deer. What is the main focus on trying to get the power play going right uh, here down the stretch? Yeah, we've we we have definitely had our our tough times with with the power play the last few years, and you know, it's just finding the right mix. I think uh, simplifying. Sometimes we try and do too much on there, and um, you know, we're we're not a team where um, we have a Connor Bedard that we can. You know, work the power play through, um, you know, and, and Steve Hamilton often uses the quote, uh, you know, we're, we're with some of the parts team when we're, when we're all in it together, you know, everybody benefits and, and we'll be better for it. And, and the same thing goes for our power play. We need all five guys um, working together and, and making sure they're on the same page. And when you don't have that, you struggle. And that's been um, part of our problem this year is we're, we're not in sync uh, some nights and, um, we're looking to keep building on, on what we did on Sunday. So, um, you know, that's that's a goal for our team here down the stretch. We know we need our, our power play to, to step up if we want to have some success here in the second half and going into the playoffs. Our penalty kill has been, uh, been one of the best in the league all year. So if we can get the power play up, uh, you know, you put yourself in a good position for special teams going into the playoffs, which uh, we know um, is sometimes or oftentimes the difference maker in those playoff games.
some of the things like last week you're coming off the three and three a lot of travel a lot like the the, the it, maybe it, it gets back some memories of your old day, of your days back in junior but how does the how do you how do you uh, approach uh, the whole the, a lot of the travel the three and three is it just like a lot of bonding time of course but like what as a coach what how do you approach that the, with the travel uh with on the bus a lot with the three on three type stuff three and three I should say yeah it's 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 busy we have another three and three yeah. coming up uh starting tomorrow so um, it's just really busy, but as coaches, you're just trying to prepare the team the best you can. Um, you don't want to overload them with information because you're playing a different team. So I think the main focus is, is focusing on, on the way we need to play. Um, and, and that's the focus into most games. But when you're in such a short turnaround from game to game, um, it's just getting the mindset right with the players. And, um, you know, you're teaching them that they got to take care of themselves and um, mentally get themselves ready because, um, you know, you have a game the next day, and that's what was so so good about our team last week. And we we lost two tough games in a row, uh, and we had a chance less than 24 hours later uh, to respond, and we did. So um, it's it's always good to see that, and um, it's never easy physically, but but hey, that's part of the job. And and if you want to be a hockey player, that's that's the grind that that you go through in a hockey season. So um, we'll we'll embrace it and do the best we can with it. As you mentioned, you are getting ready for another three and three. Maybe not as much travel in Edmonton tomorrow, then back home for uh, for Sa- uh, for Saskatoon on Saturday, and then Winnipeg on on Sunday. Maybe give me a, a thought on all three of those: the, the Oil Kings, the Blades, and the Ice. And I know obviously the Ice are tops in the Eastern Conference. The Oil Kings, a little bit of a transition, but maybe just a thought on uh, what these three clubs uh, can bring to will bring, and uh, how you guys uh, will try and uh, play against them. Yeah, Edmonton, they're, they're rebuilding. They obviously, mm-hmm. they, they won the championship last year. So they're in a, in a rebuild and, and that's a, a sneaky game because they're a rivalry with us and they beat us um, quite handily all season last year. So we're, we're trying to do the same to them this year and we got to be ready for that game where we need those two points and, and set us up for the weekend um, because we're playing two of the top teams in our conference um, in Saskatoon. who's a very fast team. Um, they got a lot of depth. Um, and, and, you know, they've come a long way. And then Winnipeg, as we all know, they're one of the top teams in the CHL as well. So um, it's a big weekend for us. And, uh, you know, we, we embrace those challenges. So I think the guys, um, you know, really like, you know, those challenges and want to respond. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how we how we make it to this weekend because, um, you know, these games are going by fast and you, you need to uh, really establish your place in, in, in the standings here going forward. Uh, before you know it, we're going to be at Game 68 heading into the playoffs. Uh, just one one more with you here, Matt. Uh, you, have you, I know you obviously have to worry about the Calgary Hitmen and everything, but have you been watching uh, the Flames much this year? Have you been uh, following around with uh, what the, they've been going on? I know they've been going through a bit of their issues and from where with last year, a lot of change. But uh, any thought on the Flames? Yeah, we for sure follow it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're in Calgary. We're, we're down the hallway from them. So... Um, yeah, it's, they've, they've, you know, it's been a lot of turnover. And, and I think one thing it's hard uh, for people to realize is when you get traded, so they have a lot of new guys coming in, there is an adjustment period um, to your new team, uh, to the new city. And, and if it doesn't get off to um, a good start right off the bat, um, you know, as you know, personally, so you look at Huberto, um, that weighs on you because you want to, you want to really prove that that um, you're here and you're going to be the player that that they're expecting. And um, you know, confidence is such a big thing with players. But um, 
you know, so sometimes it takes a while to work through that. And I think you've seen the flames come on. If you look at their record in the last oh, yeah. 20, 25 games, like it's, it's been pretty steady. Um, yeah, they're not rolling over teams like they did last year, maybe, but hey, they're, they're in these tight games, um, which, you know, is, is not a bad thing going down the stretch here. Cause that's the way playoff hockey is. And, and, um, if you can get through that, you're going to, um, you know, be comfortable playing in those games. So, Hopefully it's it's a good thing for them and and we'll see how they do here uh, coming out of the I guess they're on their all star break after tonight's game yeah, no, so nine days um, <laughs> crazy yeah crazy so it'll be interesting how how, how that the second half of the season goes for them but um, you know I think uh, they they got something to build on here with the way they played the last twenty games Matt thank you very much for this chat uh, and all the best this weekend in the three and three and uh, we'll chat with you again soon here buddy. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Have a good day. You too. There you go. That's Matt Stajan, former uh, former Calgary Flame and current Calgary Hitman assistant coach. The Hitman get ready for three another three and three uh, junior schedule. Getting a lot more condensed here as we get down to the final uh, final month here of the of the junior WHL season. Of course, they got Edmonton on Friday. That game can be heard on our alternate stream over on Sportsnet.ca slash nine sixty. And of course, the Saturday and Sunday games against Saskatoon and Winnipeg. Could be heard right here on Sportsnet 960. Uh, Saturday's game will be at Seven Chiefs. Sundays will be back at the Saddledome for a Sunday fun day.